0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Newsreel. My name is Ken. And my name is Jeremy. And uh, for anyone checking out the Newsreel for the first time, we talk movie and TV news here. But before we get started, uh, Jeremy, let's get into our our question of the day. And so actually yesterday uh, it was revealed that Spider-Man No Way Home had the best first day uh, in pre-sale tickets since Avengers Endgame. And obviously the anticipation levels for this movie are starting to reach a crescendo, uh, which brings us to this week's TNR question of the day, Jeremy. And so this is from your own, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, personal like history. Obviously I have a few more years on you. Uh, what is your most anticipated movie of
1: all time? Dang, man. So th- with that question, you, you, automatically ruled out T2 Judgment Day already. It's like, that, <laughs> yeah. that can't be my answer every week. <laughs> hey, I had to do it. I had to think of a question that would eliminate Arnold, all right? It's like, dang. <laughs> uh, honestly, though, I was really having a hard time because I almost wanted to say Spider-Man 3. Uh-huh. But thinking thinking about it over, I think I have to go with The Dark Knight Rises Ooh, because just the, yeah. the hype after... I. Because last week I think you mentioned that you watched a movie I, f- what, I forgot what movie at least like six times. Infinity was it? War, Infinity War, right? Yeah. yeah. And I watched The Dark Knight in theaters probably about five or six times as well. There you go. And yeah. that's the and so when The Dark Knight Rises was going to come out four years after The Dark Knight, it's like and the trailers were touting you know it's the. The conclusion to the epic trilogy and all that stuff. I'm like, oh shoot, here we go. Yeah. So, and it did. It didn't disappoint for the most part. So, I thought that was one that was like the hype was super high for that movie.
0: Oh yeah, no, I remember that actually. Just obviously, just uh, because Batman Begins established something really well, and obviously, The Dark Knight is uh, arguably one of the, if not, a lot of people's favorite superhero movie of all time and so obviously that last one dark knight rises that anticipatory level was must have been crazy mine for that one that one's actually up there as well now that i think about it because initially for me i would only at most at most watch a movie in theaters twice at the most Mm-hmm. But I want to say that Dark Knight Rises was my first movie that I had seen three times in theaters. So I I I couldn't agree with you more on it. Obviously, I have a different movie, but dude, Dark Knight Rises, I remember during that time in 2012 was just, um, was just pretty crazy in terms of just how everyone was uh, looking forward to it. And imagine, imagine. and obviously we don't we won't really know mm-hmm. uh, because Heath Ledger passed away. But can you imagine if if he was supposed to be in Dark Knight Rises, how much more epic that would have been?
1: Yeah, I, would have, I wonder what the storyline would have been. Like, if they would have even gone the whole League of Shadows route, I bet they would have continued another... Uh, some way to actually end the Joker story rather than yeah. um, leave it as it is. But at the same time, I kind of like how... The Joker got his one movie. He said like we're just going to do this forever and right. then that was it. I like I, I kind of like that. It's yeah. like there was there was no way of like messing it up later <laughs> at mm-hmm. the same time. But I I would be curious like what what kind of story would they come up with if Heath Ledger would come back as the Joker in Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises? Rises. Yeah. I
0: mean, it was pretty cool too that we were able to go full circle with uh kind of where the whole trilogy started with The League of Shadows and so um, i thought they ended it in a very appropriate manner uh, it was such a good such a good ending i mean we still reference uh, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> i mean we come up with uh with our little film production company back in 2014 time to rise films and half of that name comes from the end of uh dark knight rises that that song The song rise oh, zimmer rise
1: i failed you mr wayne <laughs> <laughs>
0: Shout out to Jacob. (laughs) He does it the best.
1: Yeah, yeah, he does. Got to get him back on here just to
0: do it. I does For real, for real. But to answer the question of the day uh, for me, I mean, and you know what? I actually got the feels when I was editing uh, the MCU Part 7 Mm. uh, (laughs) episode. Dude, the anticipatory levels for me for Avengers Infinity War was Mm. just beyond anything that that i can remember even more than endgame even more than spider-man no way home now and i guess even more than dark knight rises uh, and or any of the star wars films especially the sequel uh trilogy because you know i don't remember like uh eh, maybe the prequels maybe the uh maybe the first one mm. True. just because Anthony's. no one knew yeah. <laughs> no one knew yeah. that jar jar was gonna ruin the movie uh-huh. um but um yeah just looking back on uh infinity war especially when i was watching that first trailer and how good that first trailer was yeah um it just reminded me of How many times I watched a trailer first, second? How many times I actually spoke to like a bunch of my friends, like trying to speculate on what was going to go on in that movie. And the reason why I say Infinity War over like Endgame or even now No Way Home is that I feel like with uh, with these last couple movies that I referenced, I've been trying to temper the expectations a little bit. Mm. From fe- for, You know, for fear of it not living up to those expectations. But I didn't care during Infinity War, though. I, I was just like, I knew this was going to be a hype movie, and it was.
1: So. Mm-hmm. I You know, in a way, you know how the, that first trailer had, like, shots that weren't even in the movie? <laughs> yeah. I like that, though. Because it's like, I am that person that's going to watch the, the Easter egg videos of the trailer. I can't mm. stop myself. So if Marvel, like, just tricks me, I'm good with it as long as it gets me hyped. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know what?
0: After we get done recording this episode, dude, rewatch that first trailer, especially. The second one's just as good, but the first one, when you watch it, you're going to get the feels of, of like, how, you know, like, you know, that buildup was back in 2018, right before uh, all of the stuff that happened with... uh, Infinity War and obviously Endgame right after, like kind of built up to uh towards so so yeah.
1: good. Yeah, Infinity. Yeah, just whenever there was yeah, like you said, I agree. There was so much build up and and I was like, I gotta watch this movie though. <laughs> so I have got because well, you didn't want to get spoiled too, right? Exactly, I didn't want to get spoiled, and I didn't want to wait any longer. So I'm like, I screw it, and I know the movie's hella long, <laughs> so right. I had to leave straight from the movie theater into class. But I watched the movie, so. <laughs> hey, there you go. All right. So I am the movie guy that brings in the movie topics for the newsreel. Uh, a bit of a w- different one. I wanted to mix it up a bit because uh, I almost want to be like, oh, let's talk about the Spider-Man movie ticket sales or whatever. Um, but let's save, let's save that Spider-Man talk for when the movie actually comes out. It's, it's, almost, hey. it's almost here. <laughs> yep. uh, I want to talk about Death on the Nile. So this is a Kenneth Branagh movie a directed movie. I guess he's in it too. Sorry. He's in it. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, you know, it's a sequel to um, murder on the Orient express. And uh, you know, the trailer has been <laughs> out for a while and uh, the movie was supposed to be released uh, a while back. It got delayed multiple times, not just because of COVID, but uh, also because some, uh, some serious allegations towards the leading actor, Army Hammer. So, my question, like from what you've read, because obviously there there's some serious allegations, rape allegations, physical abuse allegations, uh right. towards Army Hammer. And this is uh I guess technically a property under, or a, yeah, a property under Disney. So what and they're about to apparently release it on February 11, twenty two. So that's about maybe two and a half months away ish. So What do you think they should do if if they were if you were them, what would you do with this movie? Would you just um, would you release it in theaters? Would you put it straight to streaming? Like, obviously, there's it's a pretty good cast. Like, and Mm -hmm. the story looks like when I watched the trailer, it looks like a good movie. Looks Uh, interesting, yeah. yeah. It's it's, stylish.
0: Yeah, it's the whodunit. um, Like uh, in terms of who done the murder, I guess it's one of those. Where I mean I haven't seen um, what was the first movie again?
1: Or uh, murder on the Orient Express.
0: Yeah, I, I haven't seen that, but I was getting uh, knives out um, vibes a little bit mm-hmm. with uh, especially with the ensemble cast. I mean, dude, everyone's uh, and Gal Gadot's in it, and Kenneth Kenneth Branagh.
1: Who else is in it? Uh, I forgot honestly, but uh, just there's like a, there's a lot of uh, for, there's a lot of actors. Yeah, actors. There, there was just like the uh, just like the first one. So it's like. I'm just like it's it sucks when it's like one actor has to ruin the movie, so mm-hmm. or you know whatever scandal is going on around the actor uh, happens to ruin the release of the movie or uh whoever are like the fans of the books and the series and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. so w- would you put it on like Hulu or streaming? would you or do you think putting it in theaters is the right thing to do? Try to recoup as much money as you can.
0: Um I would at least do a limited engagement. I mean, I feel like there's already going to be there's already negative I feel like a lot of uh people within the movie industry, especially if there's like some bad juju, quote unquote, already associated with the movie. Um I mean, I feel like if there's any type of bad publicity, um you don't really want to leave yourself out there for too long. I feel like a limited Uh, like release just because you know obviously there are other actors that did you know did nothing wrong or whatever and they why should they be punished and they should be able to get an opportunity to be able to get their money um you know from from movie sales and everything so at the very least do a limited engagement for a couple weeks or something like that see if you can recoup some of the losses and then just release it to i don't know if disney plus would be the right uh platform yeah. but again <laughs> like you said they own hulu and i feel like that would um that would be probably one of those uh probably the platform for that type of movie especially since uh i remember uh what was the what was the movie that we covered in in season one that korean one? Oh
1: man oh parasite
0: parasite yeah. yeah i mean for for a while it was just and i think it's still on hulu mm-hmm. it, it's like exclusively there i feel like uh, that could be one of those exclusive hulu movies you know um it's like hey if you want to watch some uh, a movie with a pretty great cast you know stream it on here and maybe the other actors then can recoup uh, again their their uh their money from the streaming rights and stuff so
1: Yeah, I was I was gonna agree too. I think I would put it in theaters just to see, like, test it out for a couple weeks. If there's actually people going to it, you could always extend it. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, if the theaters are actually like getting enough money from that movie. But then again, it's like I feel like now everyone's kind of forgotten about the movie. Yeah, uh, Since the trailers come out and there's been no additional like advertising for the movie. No, absolutely. None. N- nothing. No, 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 uh, no trailers, no press tour, nothing. So it's, yeah. it's like, I feel like people would be able to find it like on Hulu fa- easier than, oh, it's like, oh, this movie's playing in theaters. So it's like, but if right. they see that, oh, this movie with this great cast is on Hulu and it's a new movie. Than, not like on the recently added list or something like that. People would find it easier.
0: Right. I mean, and, and you got to remember, I mean, we we recently just talked about Red Notice, another Gal Gadot movie. And they even had like a, a limited movie run uh, at the theaters where I think they were out for at least a couple, a couple of weeks. And I think in very limited... Uh, theaters after that, but obviously became. I think now it's the mo- the most streamed movie in history, right?
1: I think so. On Netflix, right?
0: On net on Netflix, yes, on Netflix. correct.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I mean. I don't know. They never show us the numbers. So it's like, I just wish, I want to know what that list is, you know? Is six underground on there? <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. I feel
0: it's like people that uh,
1: watched the movie, turned it
0: on, but then they fell asleep and then the movie just kept playing <laughs> in the background. So were,
1: were eyes really open <laughs> while they were watching it? Yeah. What's the caveat? You know, did they watch at least an hour or like 30 seconds? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, because you know that whole Netflix. Are you still watching? Doesn't come on during movies. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. Who knows? I, <laughs> Netflix's rules are weird. They're just trying to advertise themselves, but it is <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh,
0: you know, with uh Jeremy being the movie guy, I am the TV guy, and uh, last week actually Disney Plus, along with uh Marvel Studios, they released. The I guess the next Disney Plus original uh, from the MCU, Hawkeye, that Hawkeye series, and they actually uh, they released two episodes on the day before Thanksgiving, which was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're actually recording this on Wednesday, December first, this episode, and so they've actually released a third episode today. And so I mean I still haven't gotten a chance to watch it because you know I got stuck at work all day right into uh our podcast recording jeremy have you seen uh the third episode yet
1: yes i have seen the third episode uh we'll talk because I, I you told me we're gonna be talking about the first two episodes so mm-hmm. i'll kind of mention the third just briefly since you haven't mentioned it either
0: oh okay yeah i yeah. mean yeah it, oh, or
1: you haven't seen it i should say
0: I uh, yeah i haven't seen it but i mean if you if it, if it fits in within i guess my question mm-hmm. for the tv topic by all means it, it's all good Uh, but we will be talking about spoilers for the, at least the first two episodes. So here's your Mm -hmm. spoiler warning now, uh, go ahead and hit that pause button, watch the, at least the first couple episodes, even maybe the first three episodes of Hawkeye on Disney plus still not sponsored. Uh, and then after you've watched those episodes, click play again and proceed with today's, uh, TV topic. So, um, not my first question, but do you have any first impressions on the Hawkeye series in general?
1: Hmm. It, I'm surprised it started off with... Actually, I'm not too surprised. that It started off with Kate Bishop right away. Mm. Um, I thought they were going to go uh, into the more like Christmassy uh, Hawkeye family stuff first, but they decided to go with Kate Bishop, which is fine, too. Yeah. Um, I, speaking of hype, just initial impressions i don't think the first two episodes met my hype levels because i don't like i like i said before i've i've lo- been looking forward you to this Loved hawkeye <laughs> i love hawkeye dude so it's like when they announced all these shows Wandavision, falcon winter soldier and they said hawkeye i'm like that's the one I'm mm, <laughs> so, i want to see so uh these first two episodes haven't Uh, met my expectations yeah something about the something about the pacing and the the order stuff feels a little weird to me
0: yeah um i could see that i mean for me it's uh it's kind of met my expectations and hawkeye hasn't been my favorite character i mean he's you know jeremy renner's always been uh a pretty good actor in my eyes or whatever but his character has kind of been kind of hit or miss a little kind of uneven for me in, in certain um In certain appearances, I think Mm. my favorite uh, Hawkeye uh, movie or not movie, but his appearance appearance in a movie has been Avengers Age of Ultron. I think we talked about it Mm. during that episode of our rewatch. So my my expectations have always been pretty tempered. So um, I guess it met it. I mean, it was a good intro. I I could see why they released the first two episodes because I felt like it was a part one and a part two. Yeah, same. You know what I mean? Yeah, so um, if I've, it feels like, really, the, the story is going to kick into high gear. And I could be wrong with episode <laughs> three. <laughs> obviously, you know, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that being said, and obviously, you got a little bit of a head start on me. Here's my question for the TV topic. Which storyline, and I'm talking about Kate Bishop, Clinton Barton, I guess Echo, because she was revealed... Uh, at the end of episode two, mm-hmm. or even a potential surprise storyline that may have revealed itself in episode three or later. Are mm-hmm. you looking forward to the most?
1: Ooh, uh, I'm looking forward to, because I'm looking forward to the passing of the torch, which I think mm. is inevitable, I think, just like right. Thanos. Um, that,
0: <laughs> I see what you did there. As
1: much as I like uh, Jeremy Renner, as clint barton i do feel like his time is coming to an end i feel like it's like there that's marvel's plan also i feel like he could always show up for like a supporting role like he always does or has been doing um but like this at least this season of hawkeye i feel like his his opportunity to shine as his character and then because the show is just called hawkeye and in the comics kate bishop just becomes hawkeye <laughs> so right um, they could just carry that over whenever they want pretty much mm-hmm. or they can have it be a tag team for the future who really knows um but that dynamic is probably what i'm looking forward to the most seeing how their relationship forms because i've read the comic uh written by matt fraction which is ba- or which the show is based on? That's yeah. why I was so hyped for this, uh, for this series because the the tracksuit gang and all that stuff is in the comics and all that stuff saying mm. bro and all that stuff, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bro, bro, and um, so I, I was really looking forward to how their dynamic would look like on screen too.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I completely agree. I uh, I'm looking forward to that as well. Uh, I actually did like how they started off uh the show with a prologue of kate bishop from 2012 um and you could kind of see the origins of i guess her love for uh, you know the bow and arrow and everything as a weapon and um that connection with with clint in in avengers the avengers i should say in 2012 uh with that storyline and so um I don't know. I I, I I kind of agree with you, but a big part of me and I keep, I don't know, I <laughs> that oh. that, ra- that rabbit hole, you know what I mean, of like trying to come up with theories and mm-hmm. stuff. And this is something that so many people fell into, especially in WandaVision with Mephisto and all that stuff. I don't know. I keep hearing rumors that and I could be <laughs> completely wrong again. But man, everyone keeps hyping up uh, a, a potential appearance by Kingpin and I feel like that potential storyline has got me like hyped for, you know, watching the rest of the series. It's like, okay, are we going to get a big reveal, especially since I was such a huge fan of the Daredevil Netflix series and um mm-hmm. and just Kingpin as a character, he was so menacing, he was so well acted it was so good and i would love to be able to see him and obviously i hope well hopefully after this i he makes an appearance in episode three i could be wrong but we'll we'll see
1: dude um you're i'm like, like i want that happen <laughs> so it's like and just for the fact yeah i also love the daredevil netflix show uh and just for the fact that they're teasing um charlie cox's matthew murdoch in spider-man no way home so if kingpin you know is in the you know he if he shows up in hawkeye and all that stuff yeah. uh and then that means even a higher chance of charlie cox appearing in spider-man no way home so it's like full circle man i mean like if if vincent d'onofrio just shows up uh that just confirms like oh daredevil's alive or daredevil like i don't know because Daredevil is such a good show, if if not my favorite superhero show of all time. Yeah. I mean, because uh, I think you may have
0: heard this um, piece of news, but Tom Holland's getting a second trilogy, and if he can like get more of himself as being the guy instead of getting help, I mean, we've talked about it mo- on multiple episodes, without getting help from Happy Hogan, Tony Stark, hmm. uh, Doctor Strange or whatever, where he's his own guy now. And if freaking Vincent D'Onofrio as the Kingpin. I mean, I feel like that from especially the the old Spider-Man cartoon. I just remember Kingpin being a huge Spider-Man villain, you know, especially uh, from the friendly neighborhood spider.
1: Yeah, it's just I don't know. Like, it would be cool. I think Kingpin is more like, at least in the MCU, because I don't think he could fight Spider-Man unless he got enhanced somehow, at least in mm-hmm. Vincent D- D'Onofrio's version. But I can definitely see him as like uh, the guy pulling the strings. That's what I'm saying. He could be like uh, Marvel's version of Lex Luthor,
0: where mm. he's more, Yeah, I mean, obviously he's an imposing dude and yeah. he can like do some damage or whatever, but really he's, it's about his resources, his, you know, what he can kind of move and how he can use people and stuff. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's what I feel like this is the Hawkeye is the perfect time to get him back in the MCU. And Charlie, I feel like Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio are so down to come back from everything that I've seen post Daredevil. They've always said like, we're willing to come back. (laughs) Please, (laughs) please, Please,
0: Kevin Feige, please. Oh, man. Uh, One last thing that I did want to just kind of comment on and feel free to comment on it as well. Um, kind of going back to Kate Bishop I mean it is obviously Hawkeye but Kate Bishop and then the passing of the torch potentially um, and we get to kind of see that happen in in during the series from Clint Barton to Kate Bishop it's something that I was actually looking forward to especially in uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier with mm-hmm. that whole transition of Sam uh, becoming the new Captain America and everything so that was actually one of the things that I really did appreciate in, in that series and I'm looking forward to that whole transition just like you were talking about here in Hawkeye.
1: Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So uh
0: that being said, Jeremy, we do have a brand new episode this coming Monday. Do you actually want to preview what we have upcoming on our main show?
1: Yeah, on our main show. We're gonna be talking about the very infamous. I don't know. I don't know. Would it be would it be infamous? It's a Matt Damon movie. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's one that uh, if it were ever, you know,
0: it could be described as maybe underrated or under the radar. Maybe under the radar. Maybe under the
1: radar. And some people (laughs) thought it was Mark Wahlberg, and it was actually Matt Damon. Uh, We're gonna be talking about the Great Wall that came out in 2016, little uh, movie that he made. Actually, it was pretty pretty big budget. And it was just kind of surprising it's like out of everyone it's like Matt Damon's in this movie so kind of a popcorn flick but if you guys want to check that out before Monday uh, I think right now it's streaming on FX now not sponsored or on what Hulu it's kind mm-hmm. of by extension
0: so in right. and, and just to just kind of reiterate uh we do have a bit of a guilty pleasure series this is actually jeremy's uh next edition and Sure enough, actually, it's something that uh, I'm kind of curious to to talk to him about. Uh, I had never seen it before this coming week, and you know what? It's a very special episode for the Weekly Real Podcast. It's our 50th episode, I know, so that's nuts. <laughs> and so. I feel like you know we're a little quirky podcast, and I feel like uh, so with such a milestone of it being number 50. Hey, heck, man, you just want to. We just want to do something completely different than what is being put out there in the podcast community. The Great
1: Wall 2016. The the Great Wall. Yeah. It's like, what are you going to do for your 50th episode? Are you going to guys talk about Christopher Nolan or something? It's like, no, The Great Wall.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So we're weird like that. And I feel like uh, that's why uh, our audience, you know, our audience listens to us because we are kind of. Um, unique in that regard so uh, if uh, our audience speaking of them if they want to actually uh, stay in touch with I guess the current happenings within the weekly real podcast where can they follow
1: us so if you want to follow us we're at weekly real on Twitter Instagram and Facebook
0: yes Twitter Instagram and Facebook so uh, definitely follow us there uh, we try to keep all the Uh, Social media handles uh, current and up to date with uh, what we have upcoming and what we have on a current week. And so, again, on behalf of Jeremy, we we do want to thank you all for listening and supporting uh, the Weekly Real podcast. We'll see you on Monday on the Great Wall. No, I'm just kidding. We're on the (laughs) real.